All right, fellow fact checkers. Now, before we start the show, I want to remind you to head over and check out our great sponsor, Fox and Son Coffee. Uh, they've got an amazing deal with all kinds of blends going on. So head over there and check it out. You can get the Mexican honey prep, the Brazilian honey prep, the Guatemalan, the Ethiopian. They'll be adding new roasts regularly. So be sure to check in and see what new flavors Steve has got over at Fox and Son Coffee. They've also got all of your usual favorites. The Den Blend Dark, the Den Blend Light, and the one that we personally like around the house since... Uh, we can't seem to agree on which of the light or the dark is better for both me and the wife. The Den Blend Tube Electric Boogaloo, which is the medium roast. So be sure to use the checkout code FCT for fact check this at checkout, and that'll get you an 18% discount on any order of $25 or more. Also, any order of $37.99 or more gets you free shipping. Load up on all the greatest coffee on the market, and you can thank me later. Well, let's start the show. joined by Don to talk about the ways of the world and the uh, the ways of the world series that we're doing is where we take different shit and we talk about uh, the things that normies don't really understand with how the world works and we break it down Barney style and and explain the things that you're not getting and uh, tonight we're going to do do-it-yourself dumbassery there are uh, Pinterest and YouTube reels and all of this other stuff have just completely ruined uh, women in particular, but also just like young men who don't actually have any real world experience and want to try to do stuff for themselves. And it's a noble, it's a noble thing to want to do stuff for yourselves, but holy shit, let's take a break and uh, pump, pump the brakes and do it the right way on some of this stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to pull up some of the different stuff that you had sent uh, as we go. And also, we are experimenting with uh, being back on YouTube. Although I just realized that I put this on the wrong one of my streams on YouTube. This is actually going on my morning show instead of my regular show, but it's okay. Uh, we're going to, since we're not talking about super controversial stuff these days. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. uh, every, every DIY ad on YouTube sucks. All right, we're banned. <laughs> So, so as, as a completely accidental caveat to this, I, I listened to the uh, the composting stream earlier today. <laughs> and uh, if you if you want substantially better advice about composting than some of these various, let's be honest, they might as well be freaking memes uh, are, are going to demonstrate. Go listen to that because there's a ton of stuff in there that is, uh, you know, 
incredibly valuable, very easy, and very functional. That's something that, uh, and that's the reason that Dag and I are doing that that series is we want to show people, kind of like with this, you know, breaking down the do-it-yourself dumbassery. We want to show people the, a, a good way to go about raising your own food and taking care of stuff and storing stuff. Like the first thing we did was on properly setting up your storage for stuff, like how to set up a storage area and actually keep shit for, you know, an extended period of time so that you, in the event of something crazy happening, you have stuff and you don't have to like go over the top. Like there are some of the, <laughs> it gets back to the do it yourself dumbassery. There's some of the like different things that say, you know, you need to put like a drop of bleach in water if you're going to be storing water for I was like, no, you don't have to do that's completely unnecessary. Like if as long yeah. as your water seals properly, as long as the container that you have it in seals mostly properly, it, you're not going to have a problem with mold getting in it or stuff like that. Like nothing that nothing that basic boiling it if it if it if you have to store it for that long. Basic boiling it will take care of anything that like there's no reason to put bleach in your fucking water. All right. Like, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff that that the uh, the meme world will have you believe that you need to do if you're going to do all of this stuff. And it's my, my favorite is the people who tell you that you need to do that kind of stuff when you water plants with it. Right. Like you you need to go get uh, a stack of uh, chlorinated tablets so you can just drop them in your 50 gallon drum for rain collection. So nothing grows in it. All that kind of stuff. And I, I just there's nothing to do but shake your head. I, you know, why? Why would you do this? You're talking about putting it in plants. Oh, OK. You probably, you know, shouldn't make a wood barrel that grows black mold that you pump into your plants. After that. You'll probably be if you find a 50 gallon drum on the side of the road and scrub it down with soap and water, you'll probably be fine, you know. What? But far be it for me to say so. And, you know, I, I can already hear the comments too. What if they were storing hydrochloric acid in there? Like, yeah, okay, fine, right? You, you, you're the one, you are the one person on earth that the piece of advice that you could find a 50 gallon drum on the side of the road and just scrub it out with soap and water is not going to work for you. it, j just you. Everybody else, this is fine, but for you, nope, don't do it. <laughs> and there's going to be some warning signs once you get get into it. If you know, if that is the case, like if right. you are the one in a million person who happened to find the the 55 gallon drum that they were storing toxic waste in, there's yeah. going to be some other signs before you get to the soap and water that <laughs> will indicate that you should probably take a different track to this. Like that little diamond on the side, it has important information on it. So <laughs> I maybe we should do a, a an episode on that like identifying hazardous signs and symbols <laughs> and stuff just just in case you know uh you get to that point so here's uh, i'm trying to decide which one of these okay we're talking about the the, the barrels and the, the drums and the jugs and stuff like that this one is <laughs> dag, and I talk, dag and i touched a little bit on this last night the problem with these little planners is, and you and I talked about it previously, you know, in the, in our private chat, doing a five gallon bucket garden is really not bad. It, no. it takes a lot of work. It takes quite a bit of upkeep, but once you got it established, it's good for growing shit. 
Yeah. You can also get a five gallon bucket from like anywhere for a buck, or you could find them on the side of the road. Yeah. For free, <laughs> or like these little planter things, especially, especially these little, whatever these canvas sacks. Are. Right. Yeah. So, uh, or these jugs, like, so those, those water jugs, right. Uh, I, I have some, um, because I have a well and I live in a place where the power goes out. So I keep, you know, 20 gallons of water on hand. Um, they're not cheap. Right? <laughs> I bought them once and went, Jesus Christ, we're never doing this again. These things better last until I die. Right. <laughs> like, and a five gallon bucket is, I mean, with lid is, is five bucks. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's the thing is, it is the same thing. It is unironically go get a five gallon container, put dirt in it and plant in it. Right. Uh, and so if you're uh, OK, you know, for the for the nine guys who work at a bottling plant where they throw these bottles away. Right. And you're you're just standing there next to the trash can, throwing them in the back of your truck. Cool. You're you're the one you're the one that this is good advice for. For everybody else, Lowe's, Home Depot, Tractor Supply, uh, literally near, you know, Ace Hardware. I, I don't care where you go. These things, uh, five-gallon buckets are cheap. Um, and you just, you do the exact same thing. Except, by the way, it's already flat on the bottom. You don't need to make a base for it, right? Because it comes stock with a flat base. Well, and the great thing is, like, Lowe's, Home Depot, they all get, like, way too many buckets. There, if you walk into a Lowe's at the right time of year, there will just be buckets stacked up everywhere, and they'll be running them on sale because they get so many buckets in that they don't know what the fuck to do with all the buckets. It's like, where are we going to stack all these buckets? And so you just put them. I, I know I worked at Lowe's for a while. Like you yep. just stick them wherever the fuck you can find a spot for them, and put a sign right over them that says "Bucket one dollar." Please take yep. these fucking things. If you need lids, ask us. We've got those too. We've got yeah. more lids than we've got buckets because for some reason you don't get the same <laughs> number of the things. Like it, it's. So that that is exactly really? how that is exactly how i get my five gallon buckets is, is once or twice a year you walk into lowe's and there's a six foot tall stack of buckets right i just pick up the whole fucking thing put it on a cart and take it with me because i use these fucking things for everything right and you know your six foot tall stack of buckets is like 30 bucks right <laughs> which nice, by the yeah. way it's 30 five gallon buckets okay i'm sold right yeah. that's that's what you're spending on one of these water jugs that they've got oh, in yeah. there like or these like sack bags those things are not cheap either like you can you can so get much cheaper material to make this same yeah that here yeah canvas is is expensive for fabric right so you know keeping in mind that that means those things are 10 bucks five bucks you know whatever it is you can find them for but the thing about canvas bags is that they rot all right. And okay. I, I can hear you already. Dodd, they're going to last a year no matter what. And you're you're right. They're going to last a year no matter what. Now, I live in the middle of the desert. If I put that thing outside, <laughs> it is gone in two years. Absolutely. Even if I didn't fill it full of dirt and put a bunch of water in it. All right. It's just gone. Uh, and it's it's the same problem, right? Where you're, you're taking what is already a good idea, what's already easy. You're making it harder, more complicated, more expensive. And then you're calling it a hack. And, and, and look, man, uh, if, if that is the methodology, then can I suggest 
you you go get uh two gallon uh you know tea jugs at a walmart right and you plant in that all right now you put some rock across the bottom it's gonna go real slow because they're glass right and then you pour your dirt on top of that and that way when you water any excess water is going to collect at the bottom. You're going to have a little spout. You can open it up, right? And it's going to look super cool. And it's going to cost a fucking fortune. <laughs> that's the ne- you know the next picture that we've got of the the cool Pinterest idea. That's uh, you know not nearly as practical as what they make it look. You know <laughs> these things. Uh- well, when I first saw this, right, I was looking at this thing and I was like. Oh yeah, hey, you're you're using water jugs for you know water storage so you can automate water feeding. And then I started looking at what they're using. And what they're using is medical tubing. <laughs> it's got the stupid medical tubing clips on it, right? It's now, okay, it'll work. <laughs> it's like the amount of money that you've got invested into all of this stuff, you could have just Put in like a professional system and not had, you know, water bottles hanging all in, all in your right. Garden. Right. And by the way, right on back to the five gallon uh, bucket discussion. Right. You know, that's uh, what is that? What are those things? Um, half gallons or something for the taller water bottles that they've got yeah. hanging over and one gallons. Right. So uh, that's two five gallon buckets. Now, I'll grant you. If you buy a ton of bottled water, this is at least something to do with those water jugs. Okay, fine. I'm I'm sold. I don't buy bottled water, but I mean, other than you know, five gallons because the well goes up. But I don't buy these individual bottled water. That's that's not a thing. Uh, and like but, there hey. is the up, there is the chance. The one in the top right hand corner, those look like uh, Hawaiian punch. They jug, do, you know, like. Uh, I've got kids shit out of Hawaiian punch. If you got kids, you probably have a bunch of those jugs. So, you know, sure. practical repurposing for those. But, you yeah. know, if you're having to go out and buy this shit. Yeah. First of all, don't. Right. <laughs> but, you know, if you if you got to buy it, then just, again, buy the five gallon bucket because it's going to hold five gallons of water. Believe it or not, that is not a coincidental number. They call it a five gallon bucket. Right. So, um, OK, I'm I'm all in for the, you know, the. Hey, people buy bottled water. Hey, people buy, you know, the the high C, the fruit punch, all that other kind of, you know, crazy nonsense. Okay, fine. Good. I'm happy to see it. Just for clarity's sake, one drip line would do what all of that stupid medical shit is doing. And you can buy one of those for, you know, if you're talking like a three-eighths line, which is all you really need for this nonsense anyhow, uh, 10 bucks, right? Now, Maybe, maybe I'm just wrong, and that's 40 cents worth of medical tubing and accessories, but I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're getting medical tubing and all of that, all the little gadgets on it and stuff, like that, that stuff doesn't come cheap. Right. Uh, though, by the way, once again, if you are the one of the nine guys who works at the medical supply company, and this is the excess runs that they're just throwing away and you're standing at the dumpster, shoveling it into your truck. Congratulations. You're the guy that this is a good idea for. And that's, I used to work at a company that we shipped a lot of stuff out on pallets. And so we would have used pallets all the time. And so for like, you know, making pallets projects where you were making stuff out of pallets, I got a metric fuck ton of those things. I could just bring home as many pallets as I want every week. 
and I can make yeah. stuff out of pallets. If you're having to go buy pallets, pallets are fucking expensive. They're like $45 per pallet. Uh, yeah. like, and that's, you know, that's the rebuilt ones. That's the refurbed ones. Like they're not cheap. So if you're like, you see these pallet projects and these people are taking like, especially on the Pinterest videos, you can tell they're bringing in like a brand new pallet. Like that thing was fucking expensive. You could have yeah. just bought the lumber probably. Oh yeah. Well, and that, that that's, that's another thing. Um, you know, uh, okay. You know, I, I'm not here to tell you that wood raised beds are terrible. We've been making them as a, you know, species for the past hundred years and they work great. On the other hand, if you're just going to do that, uh, you, you know, if you're, you're going to build a wood raised bed, go to local big box hardware store and uh, just buy the cheapest crap lumber you can find and build it out of that. Uh, I, I don't care how cheap your two by four is. It's going to last longer than the, you know, one by six that is your pallet. And that's the, like, we've got a little local hardware store here that they've just got a whole bin that's coal lumber. And you can get two by fours, two by sixes, varying links. Just yeah. put that shit together. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I, uh, when we, when we redid, the house over here. I just went and bought a bunch of fucking coal lumber. Like I'd go to Lowe's and they'll have, they'll have like a, a, just a big pack of coal lumber that they've shit. That's bent bowed twisted that they've pulled out and you can get the whole thing for very, very cheap. Like yeah. pennies on the literally pennies on the dollar. And so I just buy the coal packs because everything that I'm doing, I'm going to be cutting it down. I'm going to be repurposing it for stuff. I don't need a bunch of nice, pretty two by fours. I just need fucking wood that I can yeah. build it off out of. Uh, and like, there's much, much more cost effective ways to do it than, than these crazy Pinterest. Have you, how do you even get to the actual how to part of Pinterest? Like I, Pinterest is oh, geared towards, the woman brain, like you have to click this thing so that it gives you a link to this thing. So it links you over here to this thing. And then it's going to tell you a story about their grandmother's trip from Germany during the war. And then, <laughs> and then you get to find out how to actually make this fucking thing. I, I'm, so I, I've never made it to the end. I, I congratulate your ability to get to the part uh, where they have actual instructions because I get, I have been to grandma's journey during the war uh, you know, uh, 2,741 years ago, my grandmother uh, moved from uh, Mesopotamia to Europe. And uh, when she did, she found a tree and uh, grandpa cut down that uh, that cherry tree. And uh, he made this thing and we've been making them ever since. You know, I get about that far and I'm done. Right. I, I do not care. I don't care how, you know, ridiculous of a story you want to tell, uh, which, by the way, uh, as as a side note, any any DIY story that you, to almost immortal certainty, any DIY story you have ever read, you know we've been making this in my family for six hundred years. No, they haven't. All right, those, <laughs> not not a one of those things is true. My favorite are the ones who were like, yeah, we've been making this plastic thing for six hundred years. Like, oh really? You've been you've been making something out of a material that's been around for issue century for six centuries you say well done i guess we should have been looking to you 
that was back when they were uh, drilling for their their own oil and right. They had the they had the do the do it yourself uh, oil processing plant in the backyard. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the Milwaukee family. And so uh, they just had their their, you know, manual power drill. They didn't share with us for the next 500 years. Uh, and they were out there hand drilling a well with that. Maybe they weren't hand drilling the well. Maybe they had they were uh, harnessing the amazing power of streams to, uh, to do it for them. I know this oh. this video really <laughs> we're gonna make some hydraulic out of all kinds of fun shit and these are gonna power everything like literally everything you could ever hope for. So this one this one right here this is the one that got me to send this thing to you because this is so fucking ridiculous. Like the one in in traditional fashion, you know, there's no instructions for any of this. It's just like, oh, hey, look, you know, uh, this creates power. Okay, well, fine. Um, but or no, is is this the one with instructions? Damn it! Oh well. Uh, but no less the one where they just throw the turbine blade into, I don't know, it, it looks like some sort of nid ditch or some nonsense like that right so i i don't know how many of you know this but if you rub plastic on concrete uh it, it works like sanding all right so it's just I, as soon as he threw that thing in there i was like so you're gonna do something to stabilize it right nope just throw through this throw it in it'll be fine that's like to add to the insanity of this whole thing is like they're trenching this thing out and they're going to divert water flow and like oh my gosh there are so much more efficient ways to go about doing something than all of this like I mean it's impressive it's amazing cool yes great uh, but like none of this is none of this is do it yourself practical right yeah like, but hey, look, man, if you if you have flowing water on your property and you're going to divert, uh, you know, one square foot worth of it so that you can have a little dam that has lights in the middle of the property that you can't see from more than five feet away. And that's very important to you. This video is here to help. Well, that's the thing is like you're not generating. So people have to understand the reason that a dam works the way it works is because of the sheer volume of water that's going through it. Like you're not generating that much water with your little stream diversion. Like yeah. you're, you know, when he, sh when it shows the, uh, the, there it is the fan where he's running the fan off of this thing. Like <laughs> it's pretty much tapped. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Like, <laughs> As you can see, the fan is not going full speed. Like that, that's it. That's all this has got. Like, so it's it's impressive. It's cool. Like, yeah, you might be able to burn a light bulb, but like, why? Like, yeah. The the only reason you would burn the light bulb in that case is to light up the area enough so you don't step off into the ditch that you created. You just to, like, <laughs> with. like, you know, it's it's neat. It's cool stuff. If you you know, if your son is a Boy Scout and you want to do something like that. 
cool, but like none of this, a lot none of, of this the, is helping you. Right. Right. A lot of the do-it-yourself stuff is, is not super practical. And I gotta tell you, I had power run to this barn uh, or this garage. Like there was no power running to it. And I just had full power. Uh, I've got, um, I got one ten in here with the option for 220. If I want to hook up 220 um, all together to have the line run, the, the meter put in everything, even the, there was some wiring that had to be done that uh, I wasn't a hundred percent positive where all of those uh, lines terminated and I didn't want to terminate myself. So I had an, an electrician do it all together about 33, 3,400 bucks. Like yeah. how much are you, how much are you spending on time and materials to dig this ditch, put, you know, put all of this concrete in there, all of the plastic piping that they're getting and stuff. And it's like, which man, by, just, the, by the way, if you've never bought PVC specifically new, um, it, it's fucking expensive. All right. Yeah. That stuff is not cheap at all. But so what, what is, what is truly amazing is that uh, the various people who are aware of, of what I am working on doing on this property are, are also very aware that I'm trying to do a lot of stuff that is, is real low impact on power. And part of the reason for that is I just don't want to lay 2000 feet of copper. Um, because if you've never laid that much wire, one, it's very time consuming and two, it's very expensive. Um, and so if I can get away with only needing, you know, a hundred Watts or something, there's a lot of ways to generate a hundred Watts. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I need to do that more than once, right? Because if you've got a hundred Watts, we're right on back to, you can power a light bulb because that's 60. And after that, you're like a CPU fan and you're pretty much done. All right. <laughs> so okay, yes, there is some hypothetical use case where if you're doing low enough power shit that maybe these sorts of things are useful. But if you're going to do that, uh, I mean, a 100-watt solar panel is like 50 bucks. They come in a little pack from uh, Harbor Freight. Uh, that They already have the inverter attached to them, right? Now, if you've never bought brick, which is the thing that he is, he is using there, and, and again, you work at a brickyard, and for some reason they're just throwing a bunch of that shit away, Okay, cool. You're you're the one. You're the guy. Uh, but you know, mortar is not particularly expensive. Five bucks for like eighty pounds or something like that. But the bricks are like seventy five cents a buck fifty a piece. Right, a pallet <laughs> of bricks is not cheap. And so, if you're going to do this to any practical, usable scale, right? You know, the, that PVC is another. I don't know. It depends a little on what precisely they're using for size. But it's probably fifty bucks, right? And if you're real lucky, you're getting 100 watts out of this thing. You could have walked into Harbor Freight, picked up precisely that, you know, 100 watt solar panel. Okay, uh, solar panels are fake and gay and dumb. But if you need 100 watts in the middle of nowhere every now and again, they're perfect. So, no time wasted. You just, you can duct tape it to something for all I care. You know, you it'll be have there. To dig a ditch. Right. <laughs> Which, you didn't have to divert water flow, you know. Right. Which, uh, by the way, uh, in, in the world of things where these DIY stupid things are going to cause you a ton of problems, if you take a nice squared out ditch like they have in the back of that thing, 
and you run water through it, the first thing that's going to happen is it's going to go like this. All right. It's just going to fall in. Yeah, it doesn't. Those things don't hold up unless you're going through and, you know, you're adding more concrete to it. And in which case, that's more money, more time, more like you are you are dedicating way more resources to making this thing practical than what is ever going to be necessary. I found yeah. I found the uh, part of the video with your your favorite little contraption where they drop the drops this thing in the water and just lets it run as it bangs against the side and where yeah, first thing water? it does right into the concrete and you can't control the water flow for it to not do that without securing it somehow like you can't yeah. just let it you can't just let it free float like that like anybody that understands how water flows and how things that you drop in water flow they're going to go somewhere unless you yeah. have found a way to secure it well, I mean, in, in his case right you, you could have thrown two stakes run some cable between them since he's apparently got all the spare cable hanging around and then put a cable clamp on it right which is just it looks sort of like a padlock right uh and you just wrench the thing down but it creates this little u-bolt that's just out in the open and just attaching that guy to the cable and then running the other cable through it would have held it in the middle of the stream. But instead, you're going to do all this bullshit that he's doing right now so that you can have this thing fall apart in a couple weeks. Like, <laughs> you know? right, I don't know this, what life I you mean, guys are living that you could do this every couple weeks. This is just plastic. Like, it, as soon as it makes contact with that concrete, it is now instantly breaking down. And oh, yeah. It'll wear itself out pretty quickly. I, and it's again, uh, this, by the way, it, it looks like he's using, you know, like schedule 80 here, which by the way, if PVC is expensive, schedule 80 is like sell a testicle for that shit. Uh, and, and again, I guess if you're the guy that just has, you know, I don't know, you, you work on a electrician's job site or something and they're just throwing out, away it's on a schedule 80 then, then fine but if you're going to do that uh again just stabilizing it in the middle of the water would have would have made this thing even remotely practical oh man he ruined his jenga set for some look at that see that's just a waste what are you doing wow and i mean again like this is all really cool if you've got a if you got a kid that's in Boy Scouts and you're wanting to do some, you know, cool stuff and and learn about how this stuff works, but if we're talking about like, you know, practical use of this sort of thing in like in any sort sort of a situation where you need to power something. This yeah. is like there are so much better ways to go about doing it than this. It... oh man it, it like this, it just keeps getting better like the further the video goes for those who are like, <laughs> listening, are like listening to the audio only of this later on like you're gonna have to go over to either youtube or, or rumble and check out the video and and check out this part like the further he goes with this contraption the more ridiculous it, yeah the more insane it gets like the the amount of time and effort and parts and everything else that would go into this 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, as a as Jay Forte says in the comments, this erector set convention sucks. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> like, what are we doing? And uh, I mean, it's okay. It's cool. He did it, but like, what's this thing gonna power? Like, what what are you powering off of this? It's well, it's, isn't this the thing that he ends up powering the fan off, or is is that something else? But I thought that was the next one. Was what he was powering the fan off of? It might be, but I, and and again, uh, I I don't maybe. Maybe you're for some reason you don't want to get those those uh, stupid automated powered lawn lights and you're trying to run a light string down this and I don't know you're gonna do it with LEDs and like the most ridiculous use case possible. Maybe this will do. All right, <laughs> it's a big maybe. And even if that's the case, we're already grinding the end off this thing because we didn't stabilize it to the center of the water somehow. Right, like I mean, as soon as this thing starts spinning, it's already banging against the side. the The chains are not appropriately tensioned for that. They're going to end up giving you problems. Like you're not running this thing more than a couple days no. before you're getting massive problems out of everything about this setup. Uh, See, what is he? What is he measuring there? Uh, so he, I, I think he wants us to believe that he's getting 22 amps out of that. I mean, I, I guess at like one volt, that's probably true. Yeah, 19, 20. And it looks like, no, he's got that on volts. Yeah, he's got that on okay. volts. So, he, you know, he's getting 20 volts out of this at one pico amp. <laughs> so... like, again, like they're there are so much more cost effective and efficient ways to go about doing something like this, that if, if you're doing a D DIY project, then you want it to actually be practical. Like, cause that's, that's what I'm trying to focus on this year is I want to talk about like ways that you can do shit to make yourself more self-sufficient, to understand how things work and, and why we do things the way we do them on our farms and in our gardens and, you know, with our animals and everything else. And like, when you find these do-it-yourself projects, you should really be asking questions. Uh, like, is it worth it? What What is going into this? Why yeah. Why does it look so cool? Because I guarantee you, if you if you grew up on a farm, the do-it-yourself shit it does not look cool. It looks like some retard just bang something together with a fucking uh, ball peen hammer. And you know what? It's gonna work. It's gonna work perfectly. Like yeah, it shouldn't. It probably shouldn't look good if it if you want it to be practical. So it like like most things, uh, you know, if you're doing most of this DIY stuff, you're probably not doing it for the thousandth time. Otherwise, you just stop calling it DIY, right? It's just a thing you do. And the sixth, seventh, tenth one is where it starts to look pretty good because the first couple of them you put together and you go. Well, it works. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and after that, you figure out whether or not it needs to look good. And chances are good. You come to it looking good faster if you're married. Because, you know, when the wife walks out and goes, uh, why, uh, why is whatever the fuck this thing is here looking like this? Uh, well, yeah, I guess we could just put some plywood over that shit and paint it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. The, the most amount of money I'm going to spend on any do-it-yourself project is to make it aesthetically pleasing enough that my wife doesn't complain about it. Exactly. Like, that's, that's the extent of that's the extent of it. That's the only time that there's no practical application for what I'm doing with it is if I just need to make it look good enough that my wife doesn't question what it is. Yeah. <laughs> go go find her favorite color and keep five gallons of paint of that color on hand so that like uh there's just this giant twist of wire. Yeah, but it's pink. Eh? <laughs> when I was when I uh so I completely gutted and renovated our our house that we live in currently. Um, like we moved up here and we just spent three or four days demoing the whole thing out. We just tore everything out and put it all in a big pile in the living room floor. And then I had a dumpster brought in and just loaded it up, had them come pick it up and loaded it up again until we got all the shit out. And then I could start. And there would be times where she would walk into the house and she would go, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, just calm down. It's not finished. Like when it's done, it'll be fine. And then, you know, when it's done, it's still the exact same thing. I just put something over to cover it up so that she couldn't tell what it looked like underneath. But, uh, you know, it's it's patchworked in and it's all very practical and it works. And we've got a very, very nice house. Like you walk into it, aside from a couple of places where I really suck at putting trim at lining trim up uh, in corners. Other than that, you couldn't tell that it's, you know, not well done uh have you, have you seen professional trim guys lately you're probably fine <laughs> the trim trim is my least favorite thing but you know it's it's one of those things that when you're when you're building your own house or renovating your own house and doing stuff like ha being handy and knowing how to do stuff and and being able to cobble shit together uh same on a farm for stuff you're doing like sometimes the weld is not going to look pretty but it's it doesn't need to look pretty for the use. It needs to be good. It needs to hold, uh, so, which we talked about some on the, the last episode that we did. <laughs> so welding, we should, we should discuss DIY welding videos. I don't have one handy, oh, God. but you have probably all seen them by this point because uh, they're, they're a modern art masterpiece. Every single one of these jerk offs that, uh, you know, performs attack weld in a microsecond uh, when it, it, you know, flashes in front of the camera for just a second. There's no sparks, no nothing. They just tap that little guy on there. There's a heat spot, right? That weld will hold, um, give or take, one to five pounds, all right? <laughs> so if, if you are, as so many of these people are, like bending rebar because they made, you know, a rebar bender out of these little teeny tack welds. Like, that thing lasted just long enough to get the video done, and after that, the next re piece of rebar they bent ripped that thing to pieces. All right. Please, for the love of God, do not learn welding from <laughs> crappy DIY videos on the internet. You will be disappointed, and probably catastrophically so. Uh, and, you know, I... I'm not a huge safety guy. I hate safety equipment of every variety. Um, we have finally reached a point, much like, you know, don't put the gun in your mouth kind of safety, that uh, don't do this. All right. Please. I'm begging you. And any, anything with the with metalworking and stuff like that, like, take the safety side of it seriously. I, it, the... Um, if you're cutting, if you're using a, a torch, if you're cutting stuff, if you're welding stuff, uh, like 
take the safety side of it very seriously. I've, I've got a nice, I got a nice scar up here on my, on my shoulder where I was just blowing slag out and uh, I was cutting up uh, aeration in a grain bin and I was just blowing slag out and trying to get the, trying to get everything cut up real quick. And uh, a big glob of slag hit something that I had not cleaned out properly and ricocheted off and landed on my, on my shirt. And uh, I felt something hot on me and I reached up and just smacked it. And when I got home, my, my then wife, I, I went to take my shirt off to get in the shower. And she goes, what's that on your, on your shoulder? I was like, I don't know. And go and look in the mirror. It had melted my shirt into my skin. Like I, we had to like dig it out. It was, it was gnarly. Like take your, take your safety side of stuff seriously. Like actually take the time to do that stuff. Right. The, the, the do it yourselfers on that stuff. They're like, Oh yeah. I mean, just like, man, here we go. Like, no, don't fucking burn your, don't scald your eyeballs out, please. So, so look, I, I don't have uh, enough welding equipment, right? Specifically mass and things that I can have like 10 people standing there welding. And occasionally that sort of shit comes up. So yes, putting your hands over your eyes works just fine. If you're 20 feet away. All right. Feel free guy welding on the other side of the shop works great. Do not be two feet away from the guy welding and put your hands over your eyes. It's a bad idea. And uh, just for general safety on that, be aware of flash and stuff. Uh, like if you are wearing a welding hood and there's somebody behind you, put up a curtain or something. Uh, I've got a buddy that he, um, he got more or less it was like second degree burns to his retinas because he was welding on one side and there was a guy welding behind him and the flash from what that guy was wearing welding hitting the inside of his shield burned his eyes like he didn't yeah. even realize it was happening because he's Why would he's you? welding what's in front of him and doesn't notice that flash hitting him from behind. So, you know, be be aware of your surroundings and stuff like that. But yeah, the the do it yourself welding videos and stuff like look, there are plenty of real resources out there that can teach you how to do this stuff the right way uh, instead of like especially where welding is concerned, quick and easy is going to fail every time. Yeah, there's no quick and easy way to weld. Like you have yeah. to do it right. Uh, otherwise, yeah. you end up with a you know, a uh, 24 hour freight uh, or uh, uh, aircraft carrier that you know is barely <laughs> held together. Yeah, like learn to do that shit the right way. Don't. Yeah, gosh, do it yourself videos are. They're good for ideas, but I don't think they're good for actually like implementing Practical use. Yeah, right. Well, so like to the 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 garden, right? You know, um, and and all the medical tubing and all that kind of stuff. When I was a kid, uh, when they moved to plastic Coke bottles, there was a thing where you take the Coke bottle and you just stab a hole in the cap, you fill it with water, and you slam it down real hard into the dirt. And because of the back pressure of the air, it will slowly water. Uh, you know, and and hey. Look, if you're the kind of person who is going through uh, 20 gallons of Coke a week and you're buying, you know, plastic bottles, then, yeah, this this is great. Right? Um, does it, it it's a great, you know, neat little trick for, you know, you're going to go away for a couple of days and you have houseplants. Cool. 
go go get your one liter bottles your your 20 ounces right stab a hole in the lid jam it into the dirt leave it alone um by the time you get back your plants will be watered you, everything will be fine life's good there are practical applications for a lot of these things on the other hand <laughs> right don't buy a hundred dollars worth of medical tubing when you could just jam the bottle into the dirt well, not, that's like the the for that in particular, like the thing that you're going to the problem that you're going to run into with, I guess, just the bottle jammed in the ground is eventually it's going to run out of water and you're going to have to either cut a hole in the top and fill it back up or take. But that's the same thing that's happening with that whole contraption that they had strung up like it, you're you're going to have the same problems with all of that cool bullshit as what you're going to have with just sticking the bottle in the ground and and yeah. there are ways to set up uh gosh i wish i'd found one of the like videos or the tutorial things of the uh the do-it-yourself water collection if you're in a part of the country that that's legal anyway um you know not check california your, check, yeah check your local check your local uh regulations that don't want you to get thrown in jail for collecting your own water by by any means or by for collecting rainwater but like I've seen some of these do-it-yourself rainwater collection contraptions and it's like they're, they're buying these like heavy duty plastic jugs and stuff and like all of this, all of this stuff. And again, like PVC piping and things to guttering systems to collect it. And it's like, holy shit, there are like way more uh, simple, basic, effective means of going about doing this without spending a thousand dollars on all of your supplies and stuff yeah I... now the uh the 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 real popular one is the the two blue 50 gallon drums right um and you stick them next to each other you connect them with pvc uh and then you plastic weld them to, to the pvc to the drums because you just cut these holes in them uh you run another three inch line of pvc up to your your collection point for your uh um you know, your, your drainage system off a of, your, your gutter system off your house. And so, and then by the way, you, you build a table out of four by fours uh, and two by six to hold this thing so that it's up at waist level. Now, look, we can argue about what any given piece of that might cost or how effective or worthwhile it is, but the drums themselves are a hundred to $200 dependent on, almost exclusively on type of year, right? <laughs> So, okay, uh, you can, if that's what you want to do, I guess. Again, if you're one of these people that is picking these things up for free somehow. And uh, look, I, I don't rule that out. I live next to a bunch of farms. They buy a ton of this shit and then just throw it away. So, yes, I have a bunch of them because they throw it away. And I have a truck. And so they throw it away into my truck, right? And, okay, that's probably a substantially more practical thing for me to do than most people just because of that. And so there is no time ever where I would go. So as a great, you know, DIY idea of just using garbage you have lying around, this garbage that I have that none of you have, if you had it, this would be super cheap. On the other hand, I guess may maybe, maybe we should understand that uh, some quantity of this is um, the hipsters having grown up and gotten jobs where they get money. And so they do stupid kitschy shit. And if you want to do that, by the way, you can pay me to do it. All right. Uh, I will charge you $800 to come to your house for 25 minutes and set this thing up. You know, the table will basically be built by the time that I get there. Um, 
that's that's fine. I'm available. Um, I'll take your money. On the other hand, uh, you could just not do this. All right. Especially where the water collection thing is is concerned. Like there are much simpler, easier, less expensive ways to just pipe water off of your like if you're using existing gutters, there's a much better way to, to do that without buying all these jugs and stuff. Like you you can get stuff that you know, I mean, five gallon buckets, they work great. You can just fill them up and then store them. You don't have to like <laughs> you know. Yeah. And look, if you're if you're really attached to the idea that you need a hundred gallons, right? So uh twenty five gallon buckets is uh worst case scenario, hundred bucks with lids right same thing that you're talking about cost of of one of those things stack them right on top of each other you know you're going to be plastic welding all this kind of stuff anyway because you're apparently good at that uh unlike literally everyone else who's ever plastic welded anything i say there are people who are good at plastic welding that's you're right (laughs) and so you know you're, you're gonna do that so fine just stack you know 10 of them on top of each other on the side of the house um go go cut your drain pipe uh, so it does the curve for you right onto the top, put a, put a little screen on there, plastic weld that on there too. Have at it. Um, you know, and, and when you're done, you'll have your, your hundred gallons of water sitting around. It'll cost you less than half the price and you won't have had to build a stand. I don't know. It's up to you, man. And it's all in five gallon buckets. So now it's like with lids, it's, it's portable. Like, yeah. have, you, have you ever tried to pick up a five gallon bucket of water? They're not, they're not light. Mm-hmm. Um, a hundred gallon jug of water or a hundred gallon, you know, the two fifty gallon jugs of water. Yeah. You're not picking those up. Like yeah. go ahead and just, that's why so, you, that's why you had to build your table out of four by fours and two by sixes, because uh-huh. if you built it out of two by fours, it would crumble under the weight of what you're putting on it. So yeah, that, that hundred gallons of water is 700 pounds, right? Seven pounds a gallon, give or take is what water weighs. So, you know, just, just pick up that 50 gallon drum of water, 350 pounds, throw it on your shoulder, uh, do a couple of squats, Right. Uh, Because you're the kind of person who believes this is a good thing to do. So I believe that you can squat 350 pounds. I really do. Uh, And so, you know, just just do whatever you want with it. Right. Um, It'll be fine. What could go wrong if you do that and you get injured? It's not my fault. I take no liability at all for you being a moron trying to squat 350 pounds as, uh, you know, an office going twig that thinks this kind of nonsense is a good idea. All right. I miss the days when I squatted 400 pounds. I miss the days when I could squat. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, got any other, uh, got any other fun do it yourself stuff that just like really infuriates you? The, the water collection one, the rainwater collection one is the one that always like, every time I see one of those, I'm just like, Oh my God, kill yourself. Like, don't do this. This is so stupid. Don't do that. Oh man. So, Right along the same lines, uh, if you see a DIY video that includes an angle grinder, please just close it. All right. We could start there. That advice will save you thousands of dollars, probably an eyeball, maybe both. Um, How many people do you think watching a do it yourself (laughs) video are actually like even competent with an angle grinder, much less proficient enough with an angle grinder to? Like I, I've got a background in metalwork. <clears throat> I don't even like messing with angle grinders that much. Like, so I, I do a ton of angle grinder cutting. Um, and 
because of that, I'm I'm very aware of you know like I I do I do very tiny metal work, so angle grinder is ninety percent of what I ever need, right? Uh, I watched a guy in a DIY video take one of the the super thin cutting blades for an angle grinder, turn it on its side, and start polishing steel with it. And I was like, "You're gonna die! <laughs> you, know, you are minutes from death." <laughs> and if you if you don't know why that is the case, there, there is there is a disc you can put on an angle grinder that you can do that with. Still not a great idea, but you can do it. Right. And it is a quarter inch thick. It is a big, ugly, meaty bitch. Right. <laughs> These things are an eighth of an inch. I'm being kind of generous. Right. They're, they're scrawny little things. They're made for making nice, precise, as precise as you're going to get with an angle grinder kind of cuts. And they work great. Um, if you turn them on your side, you're, you're, you know, you're putting steel on the very, very weak part of this thing. Uh, and in the exact opposite of a DIY video, I, I got sent a video a while back of a, a dude. He's, he's got an angle grinder in his hand and the blade is just shattered. Right. And it, the camera's shaking and he turns it around and it's stuck in his hat. All right. Now it's, it's you don't like, want to be in that position. That's all I'm saying. It's like, think of this card grade paper. It's, you know, not super thick but it's thicker than regular paper. If I yeah. push it against, my, you know, if I push that against me, good. It's not, you know, it holds pretty well. It's card grade. If I push on the side, it does that shit. When you mm -hmm. take those angle grinding blades and you start pushing on their side, they do that shit and then they fly apart and then you have shrapnel. You have created a grenade right in front of your face. Oh, yeah. It's not super intelligent. Now, and, and look, uh, if you... If you are one of the people who particularly needs to watch this series of videos, you've probably never picked up an angle grinder, right? But I promise you, the first time in your life that you pick up an angle grinder and you, you push that paddle back, you are going to know for a fucking fact that the whole thing you're holding is dangerous, right? <laughs> because your hand is going to start vibrating because you're not used to holding an angle grinder, all right? And it's going to be this kind of feeling, a little bit of a little bit of that jerking off feeling, and as you listen to it spin up, I promise you the idea of that blade exploding is going to be terrifying, and it should be. That's the first thing you should do. As soon as you see a do-it-yourself video that requires an angle grinder, just go watch an angle a video of blades on an angle grinder exploding. Right. Like, angle grinder fails. Boom. Yeah. You're going to have... It will be educational. <laughs> That'll give you all of the, like we talked about, you know, making sure you're using your safety stuff properly when you're doing the welding and, and you know, cutting and stuff like that. Uh, same for using an angle grinder. Like this thing is moving incredibly fast. And if something comes flying off of it, it's also moving incredibly fast. And uh, oh. it's D not. Don't be, the you. D don't be the asshole that takes off the shield. All right. Yeah. Okay. If, you, if you're one of the nine people that does something with the use case where you have to take off the shield, good for you. You're also not listening to this for advice on what to do. But for all the rest of you, don't take off the shield. Leave the shield on. Point the shield at you, right? Because that angle grinder blade is probably not going to cut through it. Very unlikely. Uh, and it will literally save your life. So point it at you because you want the big piece of steel between the shrapnel and you. Promise. That's why we have tanks. That's not even a joke. It's just a big piece of steel between you and the shrapnel. 
<laughs> anything that you can put between you and the thing that could kill you is is going to it's be good. Beneficial and you don't want to take that away. Like it, that should be there. It's uh, and it's amazing how many times on these do-it-yourself videos that you see they'll like they'll take this stuff off. It's like wait where like where are all the things that should be there? Like if <laughs> if if the regular just average dumbass is watching this video they're going to fucking kill themselves or at least, yeah. you know, maim or injure themselves. Like, so take, take some time, do some research before jumping into any, any kind of a DIY type of a thing. I, it, yeah, it boggles my mind how frequently you see these things that it's just like, who thinks this is a good idea? Like what's uh, the... th that, uh, this, this right down the line of, of angle grinders and, and making stuff and, bad ideas um look there are a lot of good repurposing uses for saw blades please stop making knives out of them with your angle grinder please <laughs> please what <laughs> there, there there is a whole subsection of the diy world who thinks it's a super good idea to take table saw blades and make knives out of them um and okay uh but also please don't Wow, I haven't stumbled upon that, and I'm glad I haven't. Um, that's impressively. <laughs> Look, man, if you need a little tiny piece of sheet metal or something, it turns out saw blades are pretty tough. They'll probably do the job. Uh, on the other hand, um, you're if you, first of all, if you're the kind of person who's going to make a knife out of your saw blade, you're probably going to do some shit like throw it, uh, and that is going to go very wrong. All right, uh, now. I know that because if you think it's a good idea to make a knife out of a saw blade, you probably have no idea about things like balance. <laughs> so when that thing does something that seems physically impossible, you did this to yourself. All right. Oh, well, I'm glad I, I'm glad I hadn't stumbled upon that horror show. Um, so, so my, there's a couple of web pages that my ad block doesn't work on. And since I buy and equally search a bunch of things on, on hardware store websites, which by the way, if you want to find out how to see all these terrible ads, this is how, um, you know, you go and, and just type into Google once ever Lowe's or home Depot. Right. Uh, and then for the next month, you're going to be getting DIY videos, just about everything under the sun. Every single concept that you've ever even thought of and 50 that you haven't, right? And I have to assume these things seem like great ideas to people because there's there's tons of people who are like, man, have you, you know, like uh, that very obviously have never worked with their hands that send me these things and, and say things like, man, have you seen this? Like, yeah, I would never do any of that and neither should you, <laughs> right? It was interesting working at Lowe's where you'd have people come in and they'd be like, I want to get can you help me find this? I want to get this and this and this, and I'm going to put it together and I'm going to make this thing right here. And they'll show you like the little thing on the, I'm like, don't do that. This come here and buy this. And that'll do everything you want to do for half the cost. Like don't bullshit the thing that does exactly what you want to do for 50 bucks over here. Like, and, but it doesn't occur to them that the, the thing might actually exist. Like, like this is some magical thing that you found a DIY for that, nobody else ever came up with and you're going to make this cool contraption that'll like we we literally carry it come over here let me give yeah. you the the thing that's already assembled 
Oh man, there, there's tons of stuff that that applies to, right? Which, by the way, in the world of probably the best, you know, DIY uh, advice that you can ever get is is whatever video you watch that does whatever cool thing that you're looking at. Go walk up to. Ideally, you don't go to Lowe's anymore, and you don't go to Home Depot because most of those guys don't know shit. But sorry, Lowe's and Home Depot guys. Home Depot guys, I like most of you, but you don't know shit. Um, and so go to local hardware store where there's a guy with gray hair and a coffee cup, right? At 5 PM and ask that guy if there is a thing that does this. Now, what he might tell you is that you have to go to Lowe's or Home Depot and ask for this name, right? And then all I want you to do, you're only going to need to do this once or twice. So don't expect this to be advice that you have to live by forever because it's a huge waste of time. Go look at the price tag of that thing, find out how much it is, and then get the parts list for your DIY video nonsense and just compare prices. And very quickly, what you're very likely to find is that you're about to spend six hours to pay double to do a thing that you could have bought off the shelf for half the price. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, and... If you are just going to Lowe's or Home Depot, find the old dude that looks like he's been there for a long time. Like he, because he probably has, and he might actually like every every Lowe's and Home Depot has one of those guys. The that, guy that's been working there since the eighties. Yeah, the guy that's been working there since he got out of high school, and he knows everything about everything in the store. In fact, he does most of this. He does most of his own shit himself around his house with stuff that he gets with his with his Lowe's or Home Depot discount. He can he can help he can help you and hook you up or or you might get lucky and find like some redneck like me that happens to be working there because you just happen to need a job at the time and they can help you. Uh, it's like we live rurally enough that if you go to the right Lowe's or Home Depot, there's some farmers kids who are working there just because dad's like you're gonna have a fucking job yeah. and and they actually know like they can tell you what the right hose is for the application that you're using, like where the stuff is in the store, the, the right type of stuff that you're going to need for, uh, you know, if you're in the garden section and you're not sure which fertilizer to get, they can, they can point you in the right direction. Like there's a handful of those at every store. So, you know, you can usually find them, but you might have to uh, ask around a bit to figure out which ones are the dumbasses and which one actually has some sense. But yeah, I mean, most, most big box stores are going to have the stuff that you're looking for, for this stuff. And it's not going to take you forever and it's going to be quick and easy. And, and, and it's going to do the same thing. Like, like I said, unless you're doing this stuff with your son, who's in boy Scouts and you're trying to earn a badge or something like most of this, there's a much simpler and much more practical solution than, than yeah. what these DIY videos will show you. So guys, uh, um, what, what was that thing? Little little turbine that he throws in the water. Um, so there has been on the internet for twenty years. Um, you know the uh, it, it's a water wheel, right? It, and it's just some sheet metal stuck to the end of some rebar and painted, right? Um, it's nothing fancy, but you take it, you drop the end of the wheel in the water, the wheel spins, you attach that to whatever generates power. Um, 
there's there's plans for these things that are exactly that. There are plans for these things so that you can pick them up and rotate them out if you want. And the whole point of these things is, you know, a hundred bucks uh, and you've got a reasonable amount of power to deal with because it'll it'll pull enough torque out of that water. You know, you got six inches of this steel or something in your flowing stream, then you got enough torque that you can, in fact, you know, rotate an alternator, for example. And look, uh, that alternator that you took out of your car that doesn't have enough power to power your car. Uh, if you're talking about putting a light pole in the middle of nowhere or something like that, it's going to be enough that you can do that and throw a 120 outlet in it. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can't power a 10 amp motor off it or anything, but it will have enough power for you to plug other things in there and do whatever you want uh, within some sort of reason. Um, you know, there are guys that have been running real similar things and powering, uh, you know, the barn on the other side of their property that's next to the stream. Right. Because they've got a huge battery bank from all the times they change their car batteries and they keep the car batteries and just run them, you know, in, in series uh, so that they've got a, a ton of power just hanging around. And this thing just sits and charges it right all day, all night. Um, and so the six hours that they're actually in the barn, they've got power. You know, the, these things are there. There are real plans that will really help you. TikTok, Instagram uh youtube shorts these are not the places to find them <laughs> right right and and like you were saying these are guys that have been saving their battery every time they change a car battery they've like they've got this stuff sitting around it's not stuff that they're going to lowe's and home depot and spending two three hundred dollars on to to build like usually it's stuff that they're doing it, it it's like what dag and i were talking about with the composting stuff last night like don't go out and spend a ton of money to set up your composting bins and stuff. Like use the shit that you've got on hand or get some fucking five gallon buckets. Do something that's easy. Make it practical. Don't like don't dump a fortune into doing this kind of stuff. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's, it's funny because uh, I was listening to that and there was there was some, you know, put your chickens to work. My my compost pile is about. 30, 40 feet away from my chicken coop uh, so that uh, I, I just let them out and they, they go on free range and things. And some 10% of them at any given time are over there rotating my compost pile <laughs> because half of it is, in fact, their chicken bedding anyhow. So, you know, and it, these... Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I've got a friend on the other side of the country. He rotates his compost pile with a $50,000 bulldozer. I don't equally don't get me wrong. That guy's got the money to do it, but you know, uh, I've got a couple hundred bucks worth of chickens that are rotating three times as much compost and they're doing it, uh, effectively for free. And by the way, whenever they become uh, drumsticks, they'll be slightly bigger simply for that. <laughs> it, it's if I had a bulldozer, I would, probably be putting some of my welding skills to use and making other uses of that than uh turning compost but you know that's that's a well, he, did, for another he does day. other stuff with it too he has a bulldozer <laughs> for other reasons mine but like yeah i gotta go turn the compost pile you know old 1950s dozer because he didn't go buy a new one but he's got old you know uh v8 or 12 uh 
you know, diesel engine in there. The thing is, uh, you, you want to talk about who's putting carbon into the atmosphere. It's just him and that dozer, right? All the rest of us are doing nothing. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, there's some folks that have got one of those, like, down and around the corner, and it just sits out there by that, like, they don't use it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, uh, if if I had the if I had the time to put into tearing that thing down and getting it running, I would 100% be down there like, hey, how much y'all want for that? <laughs> Give me this thing. We're gonna do some stuff. <clears throat> putting putting welding and concrete setting skills to work. You say? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll call it the Liberty Dozer. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was, uh, ponds are a pain in the ass, man. I'm not. I'm not going to kid you. Uh, though they're probably more of a pain in the ass for me than they are for you guys, right? It's, so, so you're in the you're in the wrong part of the world for ponds. Yeah. Hard to maintain that water content. Yeah. So you know, for for a lot of you, you got decent soil, six, eight, ten feet down, whatever it is, and it will hold water. Though you'll probably leak some for a while. Uh, but you know, you can dig out your hole and tamp it down real hard. And, sort of save yourself a little bit of that pain i on the other hand have sand three feet down everywhere um so if i dig a pond it better be 18 inches deep or less <laughs> you're digging a wading pool yeah which to be fair at some point i am i'm, I'm going to dig a pond for the ducks that i have and indeed it's going to be concrete coated on the bottom because it has to be um, this is probably not a consideration for most of you. Uh, in the world of positive things that we should talk about, I may very well, I have threatened or rather, uh, been suggested to and threatened to record some of this shit and go over it. Uh, and, and maybe we'll do some of that here. Certainly, um, whenever it is that I get around to doing that sort of thing, I will put it in, uh, I think Substacks is what it's going to be. Um, and for those of you who don't like reading, would rather me just show up and, and talk on video and, and explain it to you, show you, you know, pictures and videos of what it is. Um, that is unironically exactly why it'll be a Substack. I am I have no interest in the people who watch the DIY videos that we tell you not to watch coming and telling me how much easier it would have been if I just would have spent eight thousand dollars to do what I did for 40 bucks. Um, <laughs> just not not excited about that. So a teaser of things to come. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to doing more of more of these and talking about because because as we dig into more stuff on the the ways of the world and and how how some of this stuff works, how it actually works versus how the average dumbass thinks it works. Um, I feel like we're going to get into more more of that practical application type of stuff and talking about more things of like the things that people just don't get and and how to make it work in everyday life that the the just i don't know if it's a failure of our education system or what like every old farmer that i grew up around that are my dad's age or older knew how to do fucking everything and then you look at like younger generations and they don't know how to do shit like they they've been brought up their entire education has been in a classroom as opposed to out in the world doing shit. And, and so there's things that have been lost. 
like you know it's the it's the micro complaint right um you know go to college is is not uh how's, how's that working out for you guys you join that uh it dear 20 percent of the country that is complaining i need to pay off their student loans because you can't get a fucking job it's just working out for you um because i feel like no i just my gut says that it would have been substantially better for you to take the job with Caterpillar where they pay to uh, they pay you $15 an hour to go to training during which time uh, they give you a room and board. And at the end of which they place you in a 30 to $60 an hour job. I feel like that probably would have worked out better for you. And then you know how to actually work on shit and do shit. And also you're going to be around other people who know how to work on shit and do shit that are going to teach you how to work on shit and do shit that the classes aren't even going to teach you. So now you're picking up other life skills on top of that. Uh, yeah. yeah huge. And I mean, there's a huge value in that shit, uh, you know, spending the first, probably the first four years of my, like I got a, an ag business degree and went to work in the grain industry at, for a decade. And probably the first four years that I was doing that, I just went around with old maintenance men and learned how to fix shit in a grain elevator and, and learned how to learn how to weld and grind and do all of that stuff. And like that has been infinitely more valuable in my life than any of the four years of college. So that, that goes to another thing. If there's an old guy on your street somewhere, dear suburban hell living weirdo and that old guy has his garage door open on the weekends and you don't know how to work with your hands at all just go over and offer to help bring beer all right it's going to cost you uh, a 12 pack of beer a weekend that's that's going to be your tuition price for this guy to teach you how to work with your hands okay just show up six pack of beer in hand hey man what you doing I promise you, your reception will be good. All right. <laughs> and that's another one of those things that me and Dag talked about on, on the first episode of the Becoming Your Own Grocery series was, you know, find the people that are near you that you can connect with and figure out who does what and who knows what and get in good with them. Uh, I've got a neighbor where we moved from that her dad reloads all of his own ammo. Yeah. I, like... I can get all I want just from him. Just all I got to do is bring him, bring him casings and yep. he'll, he'll hook me up. Like knowing people who, and it's, it, that is amazing. Everywhere that I've lived, there has been a person like that in either in the neighborhood or was a close relative of one of the people in the neighborhood. And they're just like, Oh yeah, you see, you got a lot of guns. My dad or my uncle or my granddad or I like reload. reload. Yeah. You you want anything? It's like uh hell yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> so like, you know, making connections, meeting those people, finding out what they know. Uh, shit, the so we've got a boat. Um, I don't know if I've talked about my boat. My uncle had a boat and he decided he didn't want the boat anymore. And I told him I would take the boat. So my son and I are going to gut the interior, completely redo it. Uh, we're going to strip down the motor and get it all cleaned up and get it running. And then as chance would have it, our neighbor back there has a paint shop right over here. And yeah. so whenever we get done um, doing everything with the boat, he said, we can bring it over there and 
he'll show my he'll teach my son how to paint and yep. let him paint the boat. He's got a guy that helps him from time to time that also works on boats. He was like, oh, yeah, I can help you all out with the gutting and redoing the interior and stuff. He said it's real easy. And he was like, I can show you I can show you all some tricks and stuff to make like it, just talk what, to people in your neighborhood. Right. And, <laughs> and because I know you're also concentrated on it. You know what the price of that is? Hey, man, we're buying lunch and beer. That's right. Price. And because it and by the way, uh, the. This this is the kind of thing that for most of my life has gotten me doing my own work. Uh, it started out when I got a car and I, I found out that mechanics wanted $80 an hour. And I took a look at my paycheck and I went, I make $12 an hour. So for this asshole to change my oil, I have to work a whole day. No. <laughs> you know? And it was pretty much the end of that. Uh, better figure it out now because I'm not working a whole day to pay that asshole to change my oil. Fuck you. I know, uh, you know, oh, Jiffy Lube, 35 bucks, whatever it is. Uh, fine, brakes, rotors, all the same shit. By the way, things that you can solve uh, with, a, I don't know, a probably 50 at this point dollar ratchet set that you pick up at a at AutoZone, right? 90% uh, of the shit you need, that thing will do for you. You got to treat it gently because it's garbage. But hey, man, I carried one around the trunk of my car for 10 years. And I went and bought a nice set. But... 10 years for at the time, 20 bucks. Do stuff on the weekend when I didn't have anything uh, better to do anyway. Cause you know, I was young and stupid and I could have been out uh, breaking the law and drinking or working on my own shit. Oh, and by the way, part, no, make no mistake. No small part of my rationalization for doing it this way is it's a lot of beer money. <laughs> I'll tell you right now it is. And it's amazing if you just get to know your neighbors, how far that beer money will go when you can just be like, hey, you want to come over and help me with this? And they're like, well, what's in it for me? Like, hey, got a beer money. <laughs> got an 18 pack. We'll split it. All right, let's do it. Like it. It's amazing how far that goes and how far those connections go. Uh, that's that's a big reason why I want to have more conversations like this this year instead of talking about like serious politics and, and shit like that is because making connections is going to be of infinite importance going forward. And we all need to figure out how to do that and, and how to do a lot of the shit for ourselves without doing it the dumbest way possible. Like the <laughs> videos would, would have you do it. Yeah. So there, there's another thing, right? Uh, you could cut, and I shouldn't say this because it'll stop some of you from watching, but I'm going to say it anyway because you should hear it anyhow. You could probably cut everything that we will ever tell you that is a bad idea. You, you don't need to listen to us. You walk over to that guy that already knows how to work with his hands and you hand him that six-pack of beer, and over the course of a couple of months, you're going to find out this is all a stupid-ass idea that, you know, yeah, there's definitely a better way to do that. Why would you even do it? Why are you wasting your time? It's a question this guy's going to ask you a lot. And uh, look, if you got a, a baby back bitch, soft ass ego and him asking you, what the fuck are you doing? Is really going to bother you? Then you need to get over that. I don't know what else to tell you. Cause he's going to ask you. Um, you. You may notice that lots of us are pretty free with that stupid uh, because it is right. Uh, and, you could decide that, uh, you know, somebody should uh, blow you to tell you that something is wrong or not. Uh, and none of us are going to deal with you. None of us care, right? You, 
you're sad and whiny and bitchy, and we don't have time for that. All right. <laughs> so get out and make some connections, meet some people, uh, figure out how they do it, because they're probably going to be a lot better at doing it than any video you're going to find on Pinterest or TikTok or anywhere else. If, if it's if it's taking them three minutes to show you all of the quick way to do it, I bet you they did it wrong. Yeah. And it's not going to last. Like, so one of my favorite one of these ever uh, is I, I was just an electrician for a little while. When I was I was just barely an adult and uh, I picked up enough electrical knowledge. I'm sure it's be dangerous, but no less. I wire plenty of stuff myself. And uh, I'm watching some, you know, somebody sends me one of these. It's like, hey, Don, is this how you wire a box for the house? And I looked at it and at a glance, yeah, it looks fine. And then I realized he had both bars wired together. Now, that doesn't mean anything to you, right? Your your house, so that you can have a, a 220 or 240 line into your house, has two separate uh, electrical inlets, right? And that's how you get that uh, instead of 110, either 220, you know, 110, 120, that's how you get 240 is you pull one off of each. And the guy down at the bottom had wired the two bars together. Now, look, I'm not uh, I'm not even sure how bad that could go. But the only discussion to be had is how bad could this go? <laughs> at, yeah, yeah, that's not going to be good. At minimum, you're getting a fire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at minimum, you're getting a fire. If, if not something like actually blowing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, did, uh, oh. did, do all the breakers just turn into little frag grenades? Cause I mean, I guess that's possible given what you've done here. Yeah. That is very possible. Fuck. Uh, uh like I said, I had the electrician come out and, and do all this. Um, I did, I did most of the like really basic electrical work in our house and I used to work on 440 and fuck that. Um, I don't ever <laughs> want to do that again. So, like, I, I, I had, I had electrical certifications and shit in, in a former job. Um, I was a project manager, so I had to, and, and like I said, I, I did minimal 440 work, uh, a little bit more extensive on like 220, 240 and, uh, and then like 110s, not shit. Uh, so like everything that I did in the house over there, like I did it all myself. It wasn't, it wasn't any big deal. The worst part of it was, um, the house was the original structure was built in like the 1890s and then other parts were added on over the course of the next 60 years. And then electricity was just added in like haphazardly whenever that became a thing. So you might turn off a breaker that turned off this light switch, but the uh, outlet that's literally right next to the light switch, it's on a completely different breaker. There's no yeah. reason that you would ever expect that until you shock yourself and realize, fuck, that hurt. I uh, got to go figure out which breaker actually goes to that now. Because uh, it's not the one that would make sense. Uh, like, aside from some from some minor, like, pop myself, nothing, you know, nothing big. It was all pretty, pretty straightforward. Running the running the box and putting the meter in and everything. My wife was like, "Oh, you can you can do that, can't you?" I was like, "Can, not going. Yeah, like, can I will, want to. Right. It's it's like it's like doing brakes <laughs> on my it's like doing brakes on my truck or on her car. Like, can." don't want to i hate yeah. brakes. brakes are the one thing that I, I will gladly pay somebody else to do brakes all day every day i hate fucking brakes same with wiring certain stuff up can do it 
not gonna. I I I enjoy life a little bit too much, and so I you know I hire a professional to do some of that stuff. Um, you know, it's yeah, do it yourself. Electrical work. Uh, just let's avoid that. That's not not smart. So, uh, feel free to do all the electrical work you want, low voltage. Now, for those of you who don't know what that means, you know you got twelve volt DC. Have at it. You do whatever you want. Right. The the consequences of miswiring 12 volt DC are basically zero. Um, you might start the world's tiniest electrical fire. Uh, and by that, I mean, it, it's going to look, you know, about like this. Uh, <laughs> but if, if you don't know how electricity works, stay away from your walls. That's all I'm saying. Try, try not to like try not to put an open palm towards any open wire, open wires, you know, try to try to keep, you know, uh, if you don't understand how electricity works, it makes everything contract. So if you hit it with an open palm, everything's happening up and that, that fucking sucks. Like one ten, you can, you, you can get off of it, but it, it's, it's not going to feel real good. So, you know, try not to let open, uh, the open part of your hand hit any, any exposed <laughs> wires, uh, you know, stay, stay away from two forty forty, Okay. <laughs> right. That's no, that's, 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 that's dead. You're yeah. You don't, you don't walk away from that. Uh, <laughs> Um, but it's so in, in the world of my my own uh problems with this sort of thing. Um, my well is on a separate box to the main box of my house, right? Um, uh, and I getting some digging done around here cut the power line to the well, okay? Flip breaker, figure out which breaker it is. Um, we'll just, you know, uh, just deal with this, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Got to rerun some wire, reconnect some line. Fine. Not that, not the end of the world. Come to find out that, um, the breaker that it is on is, um, not exactly a breaker. It is, looks like just a switch, uh, and so it is more than happy to transmit some power down a 240 line, uh, even when it's off because it's not a breaker. And on top of that, I can't disconnect it from the main box because the top breaker in the panel, the wire for it just goes up here. And so I end up needing to replace the breaker box because the cable had torn it. And so I got all of the joy of calling up my power company to disconnect the entire system so that I could replace one breaker box. So uh, for all of you who are going to do your own electrical work, and then eventually somebody like me is going to have to come back and have some otherwise mild problem and then find out that, uh, you know, to replace a box uh, that should be a sub panel and, and wired in some reasonable fashion, what I actually have to do is... Uh, call my power company to pull my meter so that uh, I, I can replace the breaker box. Please just, just don't just hire some, I, I know, I know it's, it's cheaper and you called the power company. So you could spindle the wire around the main line coming down anyway, so that you could have 240. Thank you very much. Um, but you know, also other options are available. Please take them. There are some things that if you don't know how to do it right, have somebody else do it for you. 
because the problems that you're going to create down there as uh, plumbing is one of those things. Like if you're planning on doing your own plumbing, but you don't know shit about plumbing, just fucking don't. Because then somebody like me is going to come behind you later and realize that you just you know, you piped all of this shit in ass backwards. And now I've got to take all of it out and redo all of it because nothing works right. Uh, like have, understand your limitations i think is uh you can watch every do-it-yourself video on the planet even the good ones that actually show you the right way to do it but if you don't know how to do it like so there's some make, make no mistake i am i'm going to push back a little on you right so start small that okay. yes that's that's it that's 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 the the pushback here because look if if you're gonna go plumb your whole house Right. And you don't know shit about plumbing. You're going to end up way steep in shit. Like literally. literally. Right. Don't do that. That's a problem. On the other hand, if you're going to go plumb the drain from the side of your house out to, uh, I don't know, the, the alleyway or whatever to get rid of some water. Good. Start there. Learn that, you know, things like one over eight are going to be the guiding principle of your life. So you don't have sitting pools of water all over the damn place. That Good. That's exactly the place to go try this. Screw it up because the consequences are basically zero. Uh, you know, put in some sweat to find out that, uh, you know, had you had you known what you were doing, this would have been much easier. And now you're going to remember for the rest of your life. And you didn't end up standing knee deep in human sewage to learn this lesson. Okay, um, go go put in your sprinkler system yourself. Okay, have, fine. You know the the worst case scenario is most likely that your lawn doesn't get watered. I guess to be fair, I have a friend whose sprinkler system broke and flooded his freaking uh, front lawn with like twenty thousand gallons of water in a month. So there are in fact worse things that can happen. But even then, right? This is the worst of the worst case scenarios of what can go on here. Fine. You know, the, these things, not great. I promise you, he did not enjoy the water bill for that month. On the other hand, that is better than, oh, I'll just, you know, plumb all the toilets in the house or, um, you know, I'll, I'll plumb the sink, but I, you know, I, I'll, I'll connect it wrong. I won't cinch it down, any number of things. And then, like, now your house is full of black mold, right? Start small and build from there. Um, it's yes, a lot of this stuff, um, at least for me, and I'm sure basically everybody else who works with their hands intrinsically makes sense, right? Like you, you watch somebody do something that it even is ridiculous and go like, well, here's the good way to do that. Right. And that will come in time. And if you don't have it already, then the way to do it is in fact, start small, you know, you, um, you know, you, you want to, you want to drip line and, and for some reason, and there are a few, um, your, uh, your standard drip line out of, uh, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot, that nice little black, uh, pipe is just not good for you. Okay. Go get your one inch PVC and sit there and drill your holes one at a time all the way down. You'll have a drip line, right? Um, it will do the job. It won't be particularly difficult. Uh, and it also won't be amazing. Make no mistake. You'll learn very quickly that you should have put two, one on each side and, it should have, uh, you know, behaved a little bit better. It'd be even better if you put valves on there. But now you're talking about getting expensive. It's not just a one-inch PVC drip line, right? 
Um, you know, you might find out that it'd be a better idea to put a five gallon bucket at the end with a float in it, just so your water pressure is not 70 PSI. So you're not blowing giant holes in your garden. Fine. Learn all of these things and feel free to do it the hard way. I encourage you to do so, right? Because what is the cost of what I just said, right? Oh, but, you know, I, I ran 70 PSI at, at uh, lightsaber size through my garden. Cool. Get out your shovel, level it back out, uh, and then go put a float in a five-gallon bucket at the end, right? That way, now you have, I don't know, eight PSI, right? So it's going to come out of there like a drip line instead of like a rocket. Good. You learned a lot. You learned about water pressure. You learned about plumbing. You learned about any number of things, right? Uh, you know, good. And you should. Those kinds of mistakes are going to happen. And they don't matter at all if you're running a drip line for a garden, right? They do matter if, uh, you know, that is the water pipe to your shower, right? Or the main water line into your house. Because, by the way, if you bust that thing, it's going to be fun. All right. And when I say fun, I mean, super not fun. Yeah. The one that hooks up your dishwasher that you're running yeah. twice a week. I mean, that's that was, that was the big one that pissed me off was the dishwasher was completely plumbed in ass backwards. And then when the dishwasher stopped working, it had to be replaced. Everything had to be torn out and completely redone. Like, so that was what it was like, Oh my God, why would you do this? Why would you yeah. ever do this? Um, so yeah, what have you done to me and why start, start small, learn how shit works before you like, you know, pipe in major appliances and stuff like that. And yeah. by the way, this is the same point with the, the electrical, right? The, the mistakes you can make with a 12 volt, one amp, right? Which, which is most of your small electronic type stuff, right? It, it doesn't matter what you do. You can stick that to your tongue. It's not going to be comfortable, but you could do it. Um, you know, and you're going to live. Right. Unless I don't know, you have a pacemaker or something. Maybe not that. But you got a hard for all the rest of you. Maybe don't. Right. But for all the rest of you, you know, this is not going to kill you. Uh, it will very uncomfortably inform you when you're doing something wrong. And being uncomfortably informed is one thing. Um, having, you know, 24040 uh, run through your body is going to turn you into fucking pink mist. You know, the consequences of that mistake are massive. Um, to the welding discussion. Right. You know, relatively small welds, you know, uh, don't don't weld your your I don't know, the frame of your vehicle. Right. Do not make that your first weld. OK, <laughs> it's not that you can't do it. Uh, the government doesn't like it if you do it, but it's not that it is impossible. But you probably shouldn't have your life at 80 miles an hour dependent on the first weld you ever made. OK, just just throwing that out there. And as I said with Dag's show, uh, with the episode with Dag last night on the, you know, building your own grocery or becoming your own grocery thing, like with this sort of do-it-yourself stuff and, and figuring out like how to do this stuff, if you don't have a neighbor handy, you, know, you can send me or Don a message. And I, I don't know about for everybody else, Don responds fairly quickly to me so he he might respond to you as well i respond to everybody even if you're sending me hate mail so feel free i uh, i love it i'm a huge attention whore i will talk to anybody <laughs> and everybody as is evidenced by some of the episodes i've done of this show i will literally talk to anybody and everybody so yeah if you've got questions about this stuff like feel free to reach out and be like hey uh i'm tinkering with something 
what do you think about this? And and we'll give you an honest opinion. And we'll if you're doing something that's fucking stupid, we'll tell you, hey, that's kind of fucking stupid. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Uh, you know, or maybe you should consult a professional who's closer by to uh, to assist with that, or you know, something. But if you got questions about stuff, hit us up because, like I said, like the the goal of a lot of this stuff this year is to try to teach and talk and connect and get people moving in the right direction to to just be better at this life shit. Uh, I, I think, I think 2020 uh, people started getting out and wanting to start doing shit more because, you know, you couldn't go to work or do anything else. And some of that has carried over and some of that has carried over in some of the worst ways where people are now doing shit that they really shouldn't be doing. So let's talk about how we can do things the right way and, and actually build something, uh, not just build something for ourselves, but, you know, build some life skills and, and be better stewards of our of our communities. Don, so, you got anything else? Yeah, to, to caveat on that entirely and why exactly it is that I'm thinking about making things like the Substack. Um, look, I do not have $20 million to build all of the things that are in my head, right? Uh, on the other hand, lots of you will probably find these things useful and you will probably get to building them before I do. And for those of you who don't know, Right. In this in this moment, I will be fulfilling the job of the engineer. And so your job is to hate me. All right. I promise you that is the case. Uh, every engineer that you have ever met, uh, when when you try to practically apply the things they want to do, the first thing that uh, you ask yourself is what retard designed this thing. Right. <laughs> and and for you, I will be that retard. OK. So. All of us can go out and start working on these various things, right? And go, hey, so like I built this thing, but like also this was super dumb. So I just put a valve right here and it solves all the problems, right? Because you're never going to know that until you build it, right? And, and somebody is, some engineer is going to hear that and go, well, if you just did the math, you'd know. Like, well, look, bitch, you do the math and I see what you produce. All right. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to have a conversation about the engineers after this ends because I've got, as a former project manager who... <laughs> actually worked in the maintenance side of stuff and knew how the shit worked and then getting getting to deal with engineers I, i've got some fun engineer stories so you and i'll talk about that after we end <laughs> um, and for everybody else that'll be on the uh subscriber only on locals or maybe not uh i haven't put anything on locals in a while maybe maybe i will do some subscriber only uh stories on locals of my uh fun experiences with engineers and stuff as a as a connection to this, but in the meantime, uh, hope everybody has a great night. Great rest of your week. I will be back next Tuesday with forest mommy, uh, fresh off of her run for council in, uh, I think it was a run for city council in Colorado. Um, we're going to be talking about burnout. She's experiencing some, some burnout on the back end of that, which is very understandable. Uh, part of the reason that I've changed directions and I'm doing this kind of stuff this year is because I really hit kind of a wall on and got some like political burnout on uh, the shit that I'd spent most of the last three years talking about. So we're going to talk about dealing with burnout. Uh, so that'll be next Tuesday night. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. And in the meantime, hope you all have a great rest of your week. Catch you later. Before you go, make sure you check out our great sponsor, Agorist Acres. Now, agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got 
heritage brands, everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept US dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They have got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product, highly recommend. So go check them out.